Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. I'm going to preach on favour. Everyone say favour. Say it like an Australian. Say favour. I'm going to preach on favour. And uh, we're going to... Uh, I'm going to uh, actually, I'm going to talk about finding finding. Favor, finding favor. God wants to pour out His favor and touch your life. Favor is greater than just getting lots of good stuff. It's bigger than that. It's not just about it's not just about good things happening to you. It's, it's when God's favor comes upon you, more things open up to you than you realize. More things open up to your family than you realize. When God's favor comes upon you, it's God demonstrating His undeserved kindness to us. How many think that sounds something like something I need for my life? And what I want to talk about is I want to talk about the factors of favour. Because if we don't really understand what true favour is, then when we talk about finding it, we don't really know what we're looking for. When you see, if you walk down the street sometimes and you'll see a, someone's lost a puppy dog, they'll put a photo of the dog on the, on the, you know, on the lamppost, you know, and then it'll have like a little descri- description, you know, his name is Spot and, you know, he is blue. I mean, I don't know who has a blue dog, but that's the first colour that came to my mind. Um, you know, and, and you know, it's a description of what it is that the person is looking for. And what I want to give you this morning is a description of what God's favour looks like when it comes upon your life. What happens, and, and it's all through Scripture, it's all through the Bible, different examples of when the favour of God came upon people. So then when we talk about finding favour, we know what we're looking for. We know what we're seeking after and we can decide in our heart and say, you know what? I want that on my life. I want the favour of God on my life. I want the favour of God on my business, on my marriage, on my family. Are you with me this morning? Real quickly, a couple of quick verses in Proverbs 8.35. It says, For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favour from the Lord. Proverbs 13.15, Good understanding gains favour, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Proverbs 14 verse 9, fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favour. You need to understand favour is not something that you achieve. Favour is something that you receive. You can't earn the favour of God because it is the undeserved kindness of God. And some people miss the favour of God because they're so busy trying to earn it. We, we cannot earn the favour of God. The favour of God is poured out upon us just because, why? Because God is so good and God is so faithful and He wants to love on His children and He wants to pour out favour upon our lives. So often we miss it because we don't have a right mindset to catch the revelation. Remember how, how the Bible talks about the renewing of the mind? We're transformed by the renewing of our minds. Sometimes in order to catch revelation that God wants to deposit in our heart, sometimes we miss that revelation because our mindset is not correct. So we throw off something that God has for us because it doesn't match up with the wrong mindset that we've got. 
Does that make sense? So what I want to do is I want to adjust your thinking today to understand that understand firstly what God's favour is for you and then understand that God wants to pour it out upon each and every single person. That it is not just the lead pastor or the preacher that God wants to walk favoured. He wants each and every one of you to be someone that is favoured, someone that carries favour upon their life. A couple of quick things. Are you with me? Favour. It says, it says, I wrote it down. Um, Favour is God doing for you what you cannot do for yourself. How many think that sounds good? How many find yourself in situations and in positions and you don't know what to do? You don't know where to go. You don't know how to operate. You've got to understand that when God's favour comes upon you, it comes upon you to empower you to do what it is that God has called you to do in a situation where normally you wouldn't know what to do. When, when God met with Moses and, and He was talking with Moses about leading the Israelites out of Egypt and they, and they have this dialogue and, and they speak and He says in Exodus 33 verse 12, it says, Moses said to the Lord, You've been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know who you will send with me. You've said, I know you by name and you have found favour with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favour with you. Remember that this nation is your people. This is Moses saying, God, I know that you say that you've given me favour. But then he says, you know what? I want that favour and I want you to continue to pour out favour upon me if I'm going to go and do what it is that you're telling me to do. When favour comes upon you, God's favour upon you will empower you in situations where you would not know what to do. His favour will come upon you and put something upon your life that will guide you and will direct you through situations. The favour comes in spite of our circumstances. God's favour comes upon us in spite of what's going on in our life, whether it be good or bad. His favour is not just for people that are on mountaintop experiences. In the book of, in the book of Genesis, when it talks about, not, uh, about Joseph, we know the story of Joseph. Dude went from one bad thing to the next. Finally, he ends up in a prison. He's falsely accused and he's in a prison. And the Bible says that where he was in the prison, in the midst of all of the other prisoners around him, in, this, in the dirt and the grime and the muck of a prison and the horrible situation of being falsely accused, there's no one else there but the prisoners and the jailer. You would think, where, where would you find favour in there? How do you find? But if you read the story, the story says in Genesis, it says God touched Joseph and gave Joseph favour with the jailer. See, when God's favour comes upon you, it'll come upon you despite where you are or despite how bad the situation might be. You don't have to wait for the situation to get better before His favour comes upon you. The favour will come upon you where you are and pick you up from where you are and take you to where God's called you to be. Because it was because of the favour that got on Him that it brought Him out of the prison. See, when God's favour comes upon you, it's not intimidated by how bad your situation might be. It's in that, in that dark place. Sometimes it's saying, God, I need your favour right now to get me out of here. I need your favour to guide me through this. Maybe you're in a job that you don't like. 
Maybe you're in a situation that you want turned around. Maybe you've got a family issue that that you you don't understand why it's happening. You hate why it's happening. You know what you need? Pray, God, help me to find favour with you and favour with everyone else in this situation. Some of you need to find for ask God for favour with a boss that you don't get along with. I'm telling you, God can turn it around. Some of you whinge and complain and moan about how bad they are and how upset you are and how much you don't like them and how much you don't kick it with them and you don't get along with them and they've got a bad attitude and they meet me, treat me wrong and they shouldn't act like this. I want to tell you that whole thing will turn around if you understand, you know what? I'm not going to complain about this. I'm just going to say, God, give me favour. As bad as they may be, as out of God's will as they may be, the favour of God can come upon you and they can look at you differently. Someone here I feel is going through a, you're going through a horrible relational uh, issue. There's a mar- some sort of thing with marriage or, or a separation or breakup, something crazy going on. And, and I feel like God is saying, stop complaining about their bad attitude. And ask God to give you favour with them. And God will give you favour with them and turn that situation around. We need to be people that find the favour of God. The other thing about favour, we love this one. Favour can bring unexpected blessing. How many go, yeah, we we love it. We, We talk about unexpected blessing. We talk about prosperity. We talk about... But there's a lot of people that when you start to talk about that, they switch in this mindset of, are you one of those prosperity preachers? Well, yes, if you're asking me, do I believe that our Heavenly Father wants to pour out blessing upon us? Absolutely, yes. What idiot wouldn't? What, what person is going to think, you know what? God loves me, but He doesn't want me to be blessed. You've got to understand. You've you, you got to understand what's the heartbeat of God is He loves His children. When the favour of God comes upon you, He will pour out unexpected blessing upon your life. I remember when I was an intern, at a church in Melbourne and, and I'd come out of the construction industry and I'd, I'd fallen into a crazy amount of debt. And when I got saved, I had all of these issues financially. I didn't have any money, literally no money. I remember taking my last, I remember I had $8 to my name and I remember I was doing an internship and I was trying to work hard and just serve the church as much as I could and kept going into more debt. And, and it was just a hard situation. I was getting my life right with God. And I remember the internship pastor at the time called me into his office. Of course, I got called in. I thought immediately I'm in trouble. I've done something wrong. And, and I go into his office and he says, we had, a, uh, we had a phone call from a business person in the church. And the business person says that they have a sum of money that they want to give to one of the interns to bless them. And they've asked the church to, to choose which intern they want to give the money to. And of course, I'm sitting there thinking, well, I wonder who they're going to choose, you know. I was a little bit mad because I'm like, oh, why would he bring me in here and tell me this? You know, like, just go give him the money. Like, don't tell me about it. I'm missing out. There must have been 50 interns. I'll never forget. I'm sitting there and he just says and looks at me and says, you know what? We talked as a staff and as a team, we've decided that we want to be you, you to be the one that we get the money to. It's a, it's a silly little example, but I want to tell you for me in my life, what I'd come out of and what I was walking through. I remember sitting there and just look, feeling so almost confused. Like, what do you mean? Like, why would, why would you pick me? See, I want to tell you when God, why would, what would it be about me and about 50 other interns? And most of them were far better interns than me, I promise you. But among 50 other interns, what would it be about me that would suddenly come to your mind? That's what the favour of God will do. 
You'll stand out amongst other people. The favour of God will bring unexpected blessing for your life. Some of you business people, you need to pray and say, God, put put your favour on my business. God, I pray that my business card would just shine like no one else's. God, I pray that every email, your favour upon it. Every phone call, your favour. Some of you need to go and pray over your computers, pray over every computer and say, God, I pray that your favour be upon it. And I wanna tell you, God will pour out unexpected blessing upon you because that is God's heart. Do you believe that for your life? Some of you need to receive it. Say, you know what? I want that. I'll take that. Finding favour. We need to be people that find favour. The other thing about favour, how am I going? What time did I start? Am I right? Jabin's keeping me on track. He'll keep me on track. Favour. The other thing about favour or favour. Favour. Favour attracts greatness. Favour, when you have God's favour upon your life, you'll just draw, you'll draw greatness to you. When the Bible came, when the, when the angel came to Mary, he spoke to Mary before she conceived Jesus. She spoke to Mary. And before the, the, Jesus came into her, her womb, the, the, the angel spoke and said, what did he call it? He said, you are highly favoured. Favour has come upon you. And now that favour is upon you, greatness is coming to you. When you get the favour, when you have the favour of God upon your life, you will just attract greatness to you. How many of you know that in order for God, for, for, for God to do what He wants to do in your life, sometimes what He needs to do is He needs to bring bigger people to you. Bigger people, greater people to you, people that have got greater connections, people that are the kingdom connections in your life. When you have favour on your life, you will attract kingdom connections to your life. I remember when Pastor Jensen, he called me and, and he had a, um, I remember when he, he told me that, that um, Dan Cathy, the, the owner of Chick-fil-A, just rang his office, rings his office and says, hey, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Dan Cathy and, and uh, you know, I want to, I wanted to meet with you. I watched you on TV. I wanted to meet you. And he, he, they began to have this conversation. And Pastor Jensen's talking with him. And, and Dan Cathy says, you know, we want to uh, ask you about your churches. And he says, tell me about the church in Orange County. And, and so he tells him, he says, well, you know, my daughter and, and his uh, husband, and they look after the church out there. And, and he says, look, I, I'd love to come out to Orange County. I'd love to meet them. And so Pastor Jensen like rings me and, and, and he says, listen, um, I don't know what this is, but, but Dan Cathy, the owner of Chick-fil-A, wants to, wants to come and meet with us. And so I was like, all right, well, let's go meet Dan Cathy. I didn't know who he was. I knew what his chicken is, but I thought the chicken's good. Maybe he'll be nice too. So he says, let's go down. So he says, where do you want to meet? And Dan Cathy says, well, I'll meet you at Chick-fil-A. I thought that makes sense. <laughs> So we go down, so, so me and Pastor Jensen go down to Chick-fil-A not far from here and, and we go down and we're just sitting outside the Chick-fil-A just waiting for Dan Cathy to show up. And then these two big SUVs pull up and, you know, about 10 different guys get out and they walk over and in the middle of them, you know, there's this, there's this little older guy and he walks up and he says, hey, I'm Dan Cathy. I said, hey, I'm Ben. <laughs> How's you do? And then he takes us into the store and he says, come, I want to show you this store. And he takes us into the store and he takes us behind the counter and he introduces us to all the staff. And he says to the staff, listen, everyone, just stop what you're doing. I just wanted to say hello. And, and I just want to say, I'm so proud of you all. He says, I'm praying for all of you. 
He says, I just want to say that you're all doing such a great job. And, 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 and he takes us around and shows us and he takes us out into the, the eating area. And there's this big, big, uh, beautiful um, wooden timber table. And he says, he says to me, Ben, isn't that a lovely table? And I said, sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, what do you say? And, and he said, look at this table. And, and, and it's a handmade, really nice table. And he says, he said, we've done this, this um, partnership as a store, we've partnered with an organisation that takes, takes at-risk youth off the street and gives them a trade. And what they do is they make furniture and they preach the gospel to these kids and these kids make this furniture. And he says, I want to show you something. So Dan Cathy, the owner of Chick-fil-A, gets on the floor of the Chick-fil-A, lays on his back under the table and says, Ben, come down here. I want to show you something. Now, I don't like germs. So of course, I didn't want to lay on the floor of a Chick-fil-A. So I just sort of squatted nicely beside him. And he shows me and I look under the bottom and he shows me where what this company do, what this organisation do is every single kid that made a piece of furniture, they write their testimony under the bottom of the furniture to say how they met Jesus through that organisation. So there we are, I'm squatting beside Dan Cathy worth over $6 billion on the floor of a Chick-fil-A while he's reading out a testimony under the table. And I'm looking at Jensen like, what, what's going on here? He's looking at me like, I have no idea what we're doing. Then Dan Cathy gets up and he says, are you hungry? Do you want to eat? And I said, of course, let's eat something. He says, do you know what I love every time I come to California? I love to get an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> so me and Jensen are like, really? And he goes, yeah, let's go to In-N-Out. We start walking over to in and out There we are. I'm walking with Dan Cathy and he's picking up trash off the ground on the way as he's going through the in and out parking lot on the way to in and out and putting it in the rubbish bin. We get up to the in and out counter and, and he's standing there and the in and out people are, are, are waiting there and we're waiting in the queue and he, he starts to ask me about preaching. He said, Ben, you preach? And I said, yeah. And, and, and he says, I'd love to come and hear you preach one day. And I said, that'd be awesome. And, and he said, God spoke to me years ago about what Chick-fil-A would be. And he said, God spoke to me and said, the Chick-fil-A counter is like a 50 foot long pulpit. And he said, every time someone comes to, that comes to that counter, comes to that pulpit, I get an opportunity to share Jesus with them. That's my pulpit. That's where I get to preach Jesus. And so we go in and, and we sit down and we get our In-N-Out burgers and he says, let's pray. And so he starts praying and he said, Lord, I want to pray for In-N-Out. I want to thank, thank you for the competition and the business that they are. I want to pray blessing over In-N-Out. I pray that you bless them. I pray that you bless their staff. And, we st and then we sit there and, and we have this conversation. And then at the end of the conversation, um, Pastor Jensen is flying out the next day and, and Dan Cathy looks at me and says, Ben, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, whatever you want me to. <laughs> he said, listen, I'm being honoured at this dinner for business people, for, for, for top, the top business people around America. I'm being honoured at this dinner. He said, will you come and be my guest? I said, Sure. <laughs> So I go home, I get a shirt on, you know, <laughs> I rock up to this dinner. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, listen, I know nothing about business. I pull up to this thing, there's people everywhere. There's hundreds of these high-end business people. And there's someone standing out the front and I walk up and I think I looked out of, out of place. And so they came up and said, are you Ben? And I said, as a matter of fact, I am. <laughs> and they said, come this way. So I walk in the back of this 
this, this huge ballroom with all these high-end business people and all these tables. And they walk me down through all of these people right down to the very front, Dan Cathy's table and the guest table right at the very front. And I sit down in there and, and there's all these business people around me and they're all talking about their business and what they do and companies they own and, and all of this stuff. And they said, well, Ben, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a preacher down at Free Chapel. I said, you know, the church with the, the church with the cross out the front, that's me. And Dan Cathy gets up there and he's speaking to all these business people and he says, it's so great to have my friend Ben here with me. People are looking like, who's this guy? I'm like, free chapel. And we finish, and we finish the, the dinner and I'm talking with these people. I didn't know what they were talking about, any of them, hey. They're talking about their businesses. You ever been in a conversation where you're trying to just pretend like you know what that person's talking about? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stock, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whatever, I don't know, bro. We finish the, 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 the dinner, finishes, and, and I went up to, to Dan, Kathy, and I said, so I just want to thank you for having me and I've been so honoured and he gives me his number and says, listen, text me. I want to hear how you're going and how the church is. And, you know, I don't, and, you know, the, I don't know what God has, has done with that. I don't know what God wants to do with that. And I'm not trying to name drop, but that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not, but what I'm saying is, and the reason why I'm sharing that story is when God's favour comes upon you, He will attract people to you that you could not orchestrate yourself. He will attract people to you that you wouldn't be able to set up. You can't do it in your own gifting. You can't do it in your own ability. The key to it is seeking God and saying, God, I just want favour so that I can give you glory. I don't know what will happen from that connection, but I can tell you this, it ministered to me that time. And if nothing else happens, then I was ministered to through that. But if something is to happen, I'll always give God glory because I know it wasn't me or my gifting that put me there, but it was the favour of God upon my life. We need to say, God, give me favour, favour with you, favour with man. God, put me places that I don't deserve to be. God, anoint me like I've never known before and God will pour out favour upon your life. We need to finish real quickly in the keys and everyone can do their thing. Real quickly, favour, the last few things, favour protects you. Favour is a shield, the Bible says. You know that favour, you can get favour of God upon you and it can cover you. You you pray the favour of God over your family, it'll guard and protect your family. Psalms 5 verse 12, it says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favour. You will surround him as with a shield. The favour of God will protect you. In the, in the story of Esther, Esther is brought off the street. She's a peasant girl. She's a nobody. And she's brought into the king's palace. And the Bible says, if you look at the book of Esther, it says that she found favour with the king. In fact, it says she found favour with all that were around her. So much so that the favour that was upon her life positioned her before the King. And it was because of that favour that was upon her that she was able to protect and free her people. See, when favour gets upon you, it'll guard you and protect you. 
This is what we need, church. We need the favour of God. You need the favour of God upon you. You need the favour of God on your marriage, on your family, on your children, on your business. It's powerful when you pray, God, put your favour upon me. You'll stand out, not for your glory, but for God's. I believe, I believe that I'm here today because of the favour of God. I believe that God positioned me, positioned me married to who I'm married to, positioned me where I am here in Australia, in Orange County because of the favour of God. My first job out of high school was digging sewer trenches in the middle of nowhere in outback Australia. But when God's favour gets on you, when the favour of God gets upon you. I remember when Pastor Jensen first walked in to, to a little youth pastor's session that I was speaking at. I don't know what I said. I, didn't, I barely even knew how to preach. I still don't know how to preach. But it, you know, I remember just speaking this little youth pastor's session when Pastor Jensen first came in with Caressa. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't grow up in a ministry family. I didn't grow up in, in a preaching family. I didn't. But listen, you will stand out. There'll be something about you that'll just stand out and God will position you and it'll be through His favour. God will pick you up and put you somewhere and it'll freak you out. And you'll think, what am I doing here? I don't deserve to be here. I can't be here. But this is what God loves to do. Because He's so good like that. It's the undeserved kindness of God. It's His favour. And right across this place, I want to declare and I want to speak out favour over our church. And I feel the Holy Spirit. I know we're talking about something that People sometimes throw out there and say, favour means I'm going to get lots of money. That's a part of it. I believe that God wants to do that. But I believe that if God wants to do more than that in here. He wants to shift the mindset. So you know what? God wants to put favour on me. I've been trying to earn it. I've been striving to... You know one thing, the one thing that favour looks for is favour looks for faithfulness. That's what happened. In the, in the story of Ruth. And you can look at it later with Ruth and Naomi. And it says that she had favour with Boaz. And when she asked him and she said to Boaz, why have I found such favour? And he said to her, because I heard, I heard about what you've been doing. I heard about how you've been faithful I heard about where you've come from. I heard that you didn't lose heart. I watched it. I saw, what he's saying is I saw the faithfulness. Why is my favour, why is the favour come upon you? Because of your faithfulness. And I feel like God wants to say to some people that God has seen your faithfulness. And because you've been faith, faithful, God's about to pour out favour upon your life. There's single people here because you've been faithful with your singleness. See, you don't, what you need is you need the favour of God to come upon you to attract the right person. 
That's what you need. And, and God is saying to some single people, be faithful with your singleness. And if you're faithful with your singleness, you don't go messing around. You don't go acting like the other idiots and you keep seeking me and you keep seeking my face. I'll see your faithfulness and I'll give you favour and that favour will bring the right person to your path. Because favour connects you with the right people. And right across this place, I want us to just stand to our feet. We're going to finish. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.